Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for this day. Thank you, Father, for these men and women who have a portion of their time to be with you, to listen to your word. I thank you, Father, that we all would have a fun time learning about you, hearing about what you have spoken in the, in the Bible, Father. Thank you, Lord God, that all of us would have something that we would get, that, we would, that would be revealed to us, Lord God, and that in your word, as it is inspired by you, it will cause us to act, and it will also leave a fragrance to other people whom would hear or receive your word. Thank you, Lord God, that we would keep it in our hearts, that we would be able to share it with other people. Father, I pray that I would be a good vessel of your word and that I'd be able to speak your word clearly and it will be received clearly by those who hear it. Thank you, Lord God, that it is not myself, it is not me who would be speaking today, but it, I am just your instrument. Thank you, Father, for this time, this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You know what? We have been talking about identity for a few weeks and then we also spoke about stewardship in the last week. Um, how many among you learned a lot of practical things from Marvin last week? Yes, yeah, okay. I hope you got a lot and that you were able to take it with you in your daily lives. No? So that's actually the beauty of the word. The word is there to, to guide us, to correct us, yes, but also to keep us... Um, in the, in the right direction in our daily lives. Now, as we were talking about identity, I just wanted to parang give a recap. When you talk about identity, it is a, a distinguishing character or personality of an individual. When you talk about identity, it is something that is unique to you. Alam niyo po ba yon? Okay, so like, let's say my identity it cannot be taken by Mike. Okay. Hi, cameraman. I promise I will not be moving a lot today. Oo. Hindi ko po kayo hihiluhin. Okay. No, but my identity cannot be taken by another person. Yes, they can make panggap or can imitate me, but my identity is my own. You have your own identity as well. Do you believe that? Okay, good. So, it is unique to who you are and who God made you. Okay? And so you have to celebrate their identity. Now, another way that we would define identity is when we identify with something. So, kunwari, um, a lot of us would watch films or YouTube. You know, Judah is so into YouTube. But he, does, he listens to this mga parang how things are made or yung mga National Geographic kind. And there's times that there would be British accents. Like people who would speak the British accent. You know the British accent, yung parang, hello. Yung parang, uh, hindi ko masyado, hindi, ako, hindi ko kailangan manood ako ng movie na Brit para medyo ano. So, uh, uh, sorry. Is that, ano, sana, para Dennis, para Dennis? De Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but sometimes you he would listen to these Brit British um, clips, and then for some reason, hi mom, hi mom, ganyan siya. 
how are you today? Hindi ko, hindi ko makuha kung paano gawin. But sabi ko, oh, all of a sudden, British ka na. Sabi niya, yeah. Kasi, ano, I've been listening to this. So he'd go on the entire day speaking like a British ano, national where Filipino naman siya. Kahit maputi siya, he's Pinoy. But the thing is, if you come to watch or to to associate yourself so much with something, you start acting like it. Anyone can relate? Yeah, I'll get something lang. Yan. So, hindi mo na ako nasundan. Ako, Dennis. Bagsa ka na sa pagiging cameraman. No, but, so, if you identify yourself so much with something, you start acting like it. How many among you can relate? How many among you like watching, what's that, K-pop? K-drama. Ay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh-oh, K-drama. So, and then all of a sudden, you start acting like them or having the hair color of the K-pop. Guilty much. Oy, buti pa siya honest. Tektoturo. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, you, you know, I have friends who would watch them so often. Like they would have a, like several faces on their desks. Tapos one day, they look like them na, like their color and all. So sometimes we kind of lose our identity when we identify with something or someone. How many among you understand? Gets ba? So sometimes, we have the tendency to make our identity similar to the things or people that we identify with. But I would like to encourage you this afternoon as we read in 1 John 4.4. Can we flash that? All right. You dear children are from God and have overcome them. Okay, so you, I'm talking about you, dear children are from who? God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. I want to stress this out this afternoon that you belong to God. So can you say that to yourself? I belong to God. Yes. So that's number one Or the one thing that you have to know, understand, have it in your blood, put it in your mind, carve it in your hearts, that you belong to God. Because if you know who you belong to, it would be easier para maintindihan mo kung ano yung identity mo. Clear po ba? Next, if you move to Isaiah 43.4, it says, Since you are precious, can you say the word precious? And honored, say the word honored. In my sight and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you. Nations in exchange for your life. I want to let you know also that you are precious in God's sight. Your name may not be precious, okay, because... Diba, diba, there are people named Precious. I have a good friend. Her name is Precious. And she's very precious, yes. But you may not be named Precious, but you are Precious. Can you say to yourself, I am Precious? Okay. You can, 
yes, your name is not that, but you are precious. Why am I stress, stressing on the word precious? The reason for that is a lot of people tend to think of themselves as invaluable. Meaning you do not value yourself. You have low self-worth or self-esteem. Now, if you are going through that, I understand and I empathize with you. But I pray that you realize your value and your worth. Because in the first verse that I mentioned, you belong to God. And if you understand and know who you belong to, you will put more worth in yourself. Malinaw po ba? Let's, you know, a lot of us think of ourselves valuable by the things that we possess or the things that we carry or the things that we purchase. Unfortunately, the value of the things that we have do not give value to us. The only one who can put value in yourself is your maker and how you look at yourself. God called you and loves you and thinks of you as precious. And the one that, that would ensure or, or would um, reiterate or would believe in that cannot be me. It has to be you. I, cannot I can keep telling you, you're precious, you're precious, you're precious, but if you yourself do not believe it, then there's the problem. You gotta start believing that you are precious because of the price that was paid for your life. Am I clear, guys? You are precious. God sent His Son, Jesus, for you. And even if you think you're not, you know, a lot of people believe in you. You may just not realize it, but a lot of people do. And the next word, it says, you are honored in my sight. Know that honoring yourself is very important. Ang Pilipino, I like it. You know that a lot of kids still would say hi, hi po, would kiss people, would mano. Do you know how? Do you know what mano is? Right? We're taught to mano or we're taught to make beso, but when COVID, you know, some were taught to like do that or at least say hi. It it, the reason for that is because it's not just because you're friendly, but because you show honor to the people around you. Now, it would be easier for you to show honor to people if you yourself honor yourself. Why are you worthy of honor? Because of the price that was paid for you and because you belong to God. You get the connection? That's why it's very important that these two things are established in you so you would know your identity and you would not lose track of what your identity is. Are we clear? 
Okay. Now, how many among you wear eyeglasses? Yan. I'll put my eyeglasses so I can see those who wear eyeglasses. Kasi hindi ko makita. Okay, good. So when you go to the optometrist, optist optometrist? I think optist optometrist, Pastor Ed. Um, <laughs> Nag-refer pa no, sa asawa niya. Okay. Yeah, I think it's optometrist. Now, so they give you a poropter. You know what a poropter is? Don't ask me to spell it, okay? So, but a poropter is that device that they that they put. You know, yung parang 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 siyang alien ganyan, ganyan so sayo, and then there's like plant, there's two holes. Then they keep putting different lenses, and then when they put the different lenses, you start seeing things clearly. Tapos they'll ask you, malino po ba ma'am? Malabo po ba? O sige po, ilakad po ninyo. Tingnan niyo po kung naduduling kayo na nalulula, right? And then they'll make you read the E, you know, yung malaki and then paliit. The other people, they would memorize that. So they'd say, uy, ang ganda-ganda ng vision 2020. Hindi nila alam, memorize lang talaga nila yun. Yeah, I know a lot of people who do that. That's not right. Kaya nga, corrective glasses, no? Okay, anyway, that's beside the point. But imagine if you would see yourself, if you would see your life through the lenses that people put in your vision. Imagine if you have a peropter with you all the time. And there would be a lens that would be put in front of your eyes and that's how you would see your life. Are you getting it? Now, uh, there are a lot of kinds of lenses that you or the society can put. One would be your history. May history ako? Yes, you have a history. Your family is part of your history. Your parents, your lolo, your lola, your family line, that's part of your history. And a lot of people think of themselves highly because of the family history that they have. But on the opposite, a lot of people would think of themselves lowly because of the family background that they have. Tama po ba? Others, they would think of the friends. Ah, yan. Si Dennis. Sorry, Dennis. I'll use you, ah. Ah, yan, si Dennis. Dati yan. Kaibigan ko yan, eh, dati. Alam mo, he's like that. Naku, minister ngayon. Naku. He's. <laughs> no, but yeah, right? Diba? A lot of people would do that. Others also would be your past mistakes. And that can be a lens that you or others may put in front of your eyes for you to see. But unfortunately, it blurs your vision because it's not the right one. The other one can be judgment. How you would Look at yourself. 
How many among you know that judgment doesn't necessarily always have to come from other people? You can pass judgment on yourself. Tama po ba? Ako lang ba? Sometimes I would judge myself. Alam niyo yung imposter mentality or imposter syndrome? Have you ever heard about anyone who has heard imposter syndrome? None? Well, well, imposter syndrome in the simple sense is everything that you do, you doubt. Even if you're good at something, you think, ay, mali, mali yung ginawa ko. Ay, hindi, mali. It's, uh, you start doubting yourself. Even if you've done it so well. That's what you call imposter syndrome. And a lot of us go through that because we tend to judge ourselves. Because we're looking through the lens that you or others may have put. Others would judge you based on your looks. Ah, yan, okay yan, magaling yan because ang galing niya manamit. Ah, yan, mayabang yan kasi puti siya. You know, there's one time, I got offended, but I have let it go. One time, we would eat, at twice yun nangyari pala, we would eat ni Pastor Eds, and this one, this person would say, may senior discount po. Ay, nako, magpapina ka na ng buhok mo. You know, that's the reason. Joke lang din, di naman. No, but yeah, di ba sometimes people will judge you or like, have you ever experienced na, ma'am, sa pregnant lane po. Ay, sabi ko, kaya na pa zero carbs na ako eh. Oo, kasi bakit sabi pregnant lane? Buti na lang, hindi sa MRT. Kung MRT, sabi ko, oh, 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 oh pregnant lane. <laughs> Pero hindi, joke lang, I will not do that. Ah. But, you know, sometimes they would judge me And, you know, sometimes even if it's petty things like that, you'd get hurt, di ba? Ako lang ba? Uh-uh. I'm trying to be vulnerable, vulnerable here, no? I'm trying to, I, I know, I'm being honest. But yeah, even if it's petty judgments, it can hurt us, eh. Especially if we start believing that. And the next thing or lens that I would like to highlight is our decisions that we make based on our desperation. God would tell us to do something, but in our desperate time or in our out of our desperation, we would resort to something na alam naman natin hindi yun yung plano ng Panginoon sa atin. So let's say, if you'd come to me, Pastor, Papakasal na po ako. Ha? Papakasal ka na? Opo. Kasi, at tagal-tagal ko na po naghahantay para kay Prince Charming. So, pwede na po to. Kasi, siya lang po yung naunang lumapit sa akin. Ba yung tahimik niyo? Okay lang, okay lang kayo? Or relate ba kayo lahat? Naku. You know, if you come to me saying that, and you expect me to agree, I think you can come again the other day. No, don't come to me. Because I will really tell you, Nako, iha, mali nga lenta yung tinitingnan mo. Sometimes, or like men, men would say, okay na to. Kalagpas na ako sa kalendaryo, pastor. Pwede na. Ha? You know, at, you know, no. At the before, I was like that. I, I thought, 
Naku, Lord, lalagpas na ako sa kalendaryo. Wala pa akong boyfriend. Iniwan na ako ng boyfriend ko. Iniwan, you know, all the years that I have lost, I need to have a boyfriend now. Ay, oo, tinamutawang-tawa sila sa akin. Yung mga kids. But, and then, but you know, no, no one came. No one came. Until the time that I realized, you know, I'm okay. Even if I remain single, okay naman ako. I think, I think I can make bellow my face naman if ever. Diba? So, siguro okay lang. Mag- maganda pa rin ako kahit na, ano, na tumanda ako. And even if I'm single, okay lang. God loves me. I came to that point, really, to be honest. And then that's the time that I met my husband. Or I saw him in a different light. And the thing is, I was able to find security in myself, in the identity that God has given me. Not through the desperation of the time. So there might be other things. Money, decisions, business transactions. Sometimes we haste to do things. Nagmamadali tayo lagi to make a decision. And it clouds our judgment. Kasi, We are desperate. But God does not call us for desperation. He has called us for clarity. Now, you know what? How we see ourselves, whether it's through history, judgment, through desperation, or if we see ourselves clearly that we belong to God and that we are precious and we can honor ourselves, it can affect our being a steward. So Marvin spoke about stewardship, right? You know, when you learn what the word stewardship means, you'd be able to understand what it has to do with identity. Now, I want to share something with you before I, I go to the meaning of stewardship. I... Never knew my father. I'm not sure if you've heard that story. But I never met my dad. My dad may be here. Magpakilala ka. Igalaw mo yung baso. Okay. No, but yeah, I, I'm not sure who my dad is. I may have met, seen him somewhere, but I don't know who he is. Never met him. So I would say, and my mom never married. So I grew up with just my mom. being single, and some people would say I came from a broken family. Never had the picture of what a marriage is. And I thought it would also be my fate that I would never have a a husband. You know? And Like what I said, at one point in my life, that was my greatest fear. That I'd end up alone. What if when my mom dies, I'm just going to be alone? You know? And had I looked at myself that way, I would have identified with that. Now, again, this is my journey. If you, have, if you are a single parent, I commend you and I have high respect for you. God is the husband to the widows 
or to the singles. But I'm just saying that before, that, that caught me. Yun yung pinakatakot ko. I don't want to be alone. Another thing that I had before was I didn't want to be a mom. A lot of women, that's their dream. Unfortunately, I did not share that dream when I was younger. Even when Pastor Edson and I got married, I told him, I don't want to get pregnant. Sabi niya, ha? Eh, medyo may edad na si Pastor Edson. No? Talagang ikaw yung may edad, no? Hindi ako. Uh-oh. No, but yeah. Be- you know, we weren't getting any younger. But I said, no, I don't want to get pregnant yet. I want to get pregnant mga 10 years pa. Sabi ni Pastor Edson, oh no. But he never said anything. But I thank you, Lord, that not only did he give me a wonderful husband, but he also enabled me to want and desire a child. And there was a time that I was carrying Judah, I think, eight months already. And Judah has always been malikot. Sino po ba yung mga mom dito nakaka-relate? Gumagalaw yung anak mo sa chan. Kayo ba? Ikaw, Krista, gumalaw ba yung anak mo sa chan? Oo. Yung anak ko, bata pa lang, Naimel ba, ganyan ka ba? Bata pa lang yung anak ko, malikot na talaga siya. So, one time, hindi gumalaw si Judah. The entire day. Sabi ko, there's something wrong. So, tapos, I was so, I was so in fear. Sabi ko, Pastor Eds, we have to go to the hospital. At 2 a.m., 3 a.m., we went to the hospital. And I said, we need to have an ultrasound. Ah, uh, We need to get a clearance from your OB. I don't care about my OB. You do an ultrasound now. It's not covered with your car. No, I'll pay for my ultrasound. You do the ultrasound now. Ora mismo. Diba? Parang kasi bakit? I was such in fear. I was so in fear. But the reason for that is because I, was, I felt so responsible for the child. I never knew I had a mother instinct until that time. Mothers, would you do anything for your child? Diba? You'd move mountains for your child. Pag may umaway sa anak mo, oh, gera na. Right? Diba? Pag may umaway sa anak mo, Judah, who is that classmate of you who called you like this? Mom? That's why he doesn't want me to hear something some, at times. Eh. Lalo na pag-zoom, di ba? You hear it in the class. Judah, come here. Ho, di ba? Parang, I cannot, I cannot. And only did I, parang never did I know that I would develop that motherhood instinct, mother's instinct, until God gave it to me. And I'm thankful for both. But had I identified with that fear of being a mom, I would not have experienced motherhood. I would forever not want to have a child. Now, that is my journey again. Another thing, how many among you are busy through the entire week? Yay, di tayo isa go. You know what? Life would give us a buffet of things to do. Diba, no? Maraming pwedeng gawin eh. Marami, marami. But you know what? I made it a choice 
that I made it a point that every Saturday and Sunday or evenings, I would allocate it for the things that I need to do for church so that I could, even if pagod na ako, if I say, yes, I will do this for church, I will do it for church. Why? Because I understand, now this is my conviction, I understand that God has given me this ability and this talent and the knowledge of His Word so that I can use it for His work. Now I have made that my choice. Now what does it have to do with stewardship? If you would understand the word stewardship, it means epitropos, or it came from the word epitropos, the Greek word. And it means that you are responsible for manage, managing something that is entrusted to your care. Meaning, when you talk about stewardship, it does not necessarily mean you're taking care of the things you own. If you know who you are in Christ and the things that He has given you, you are merely a steward of the things that He has given you. Are you getting my point? Everything that I have, my, my husband, my marriage with him, my son, my motherhood of him, my ability and my opportunity to stand here in front of you as a servant of God is part of me being entrusted with these things. Therefore, it is my responsibility to be a good steward. So what does it mean to be a steward? When you say steward, you are a guardian. A guardian makes sure that everything is okay. Like a garden, inaalis mo yung mga weeds. Like a garden, you take out the dead leaves. You tend to it. Dinidiligan mo. How many among you have gardens here? Wala na. Nag-return to office na. Namatay na ang garden. But you know what? Whatever it is that you are taking care of, you, di ba, ang bahay nyo, nililinisan nyo? I thank you, Lord, naglilinis tayong lahat. Because we have a house, we cannot just let the dust accumulate. We have to take care of the house. You know what? In a house, you have to do consistent maintenance. Do not do maintenance after 10 years. You do you repair right away because you are a good steward and you guard your house. Pag may nakita kang anay, patayin mo na agad ng sulignum. Don't let it eat away your entire house. That's being a good steward, a guardian of what you have. Now also you are a curator. Anong ibig sabihin ng curator? Alam niyo, there are many things. But not everything is for you. There are many things that would be spoken to you. Maraming sasabihin ng tao sa iyo. 
but as a steward, you need to know which ones you would accept in your life. Now, again, we would go back. If you know that you belong to God, that He holds you precious, and you can honor yourself because He sees you with honor, then you would guard what He has given you, and you would curate the things that you make a part of your life. Was that clear? Because you understand your identity. Let me give you an example. Have, I will not go through the verses in Genesis 39, but I will speak about the story of Joseph. How many among you know who Joseph is? Good. Now, I'm not talking about Joseph Etienne, but I'm talking about the Joseph in the Bible. So, kilala nyo pa rin siya. Okay, very good. Ang galing-galing. Now, Joseph was sold by his brothers. He had a dream that he told prematurely to his brothers. And so his brothers felt that, oh no, we're going to get ruled by this guy, so let's just sell him. Okay? So he, they sold him to the merchants, and these merchants brought him to the house of Potiphar in Egypt. Potiphar is one of the high-ups. Now, Potiphar saw that the Lord was with Joseph. You have to take note of that in that story. Because when Potiphar saw that the Lord was with Joseph, what Potiphar did was he entrusted his household, his riches, his everything to Joseph. And as he did that, because the Lord was with Joseph, everything prospered. It wasn't because of the doing of Joseph, but because the Lord was with Joseph. Do you get that? Now, Joseph took care of the household of Potiphar. And actually, Joseph showed how good of a steward he was when Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph to sleep with her. So she enticed Joseph. But what Joseph did was he ran. He guarded what was entrusted to him. Right? Because there was a trust that was given to Joseph. So what did Joseph do? He ran. Up to the extent that when he ran, the wife of Potiphar got the cloak of Joseph. And that's what she used. She said, see, I even got his cloak. Then, unfortunately, Joseph was thrown to the jail. Of course, kasi they cannot, the, the, the husband would side naman with the wife. But, because the Lord's favor was with Joseph, even in the jail, Joseph was entrusted by the head warden, if at that time, to head or to oversee that, uh, that place. Even in the prison, ah, imagine. Now, there was a time there were two um, servants from Pharaoh that, that, who had a dream and Joseph interpreted that dream. 
And then years after, Pharaoh also had a dream. And then Pharaoh said, I need someone to interpret my dream. So the, two, the guys remembered Joseph. So in the lo- to cut the story short, Joseph interpreted the dream of the Pharaoh. And it talked about the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine. Basically, he warned the Pharaoh. And then the Pharaoh was so grateful and he wanted someone who will oversee the operations. How many among you know that if you have a warning, see, Marvin mentioned about when the, the government announced about the lockdown, people started to buy stuff. Right? So, See, Joseph did the same thing. So what Pharaoh did, he said, who will oversee all these operations? The Pharaoh saw that the Lord's favor was with Joseph. So the Pharaoh entrusted Egypt to Joseph. Actually, he gave Joseph his signet and said that nothing can be done without Joseph's approval. Galing, di ba? But not because of Joseph's ability. It was because the Lord's favor was with Joseph. Now, I like what Joseph did. Not only did he store enough or so much for Egypt that during the time of famine, the world actually resorted to Egypt to buy grains. Kasi ang daming ipodi. Egypt, yung, mga, yung buong mundo bumilis sa kanila. Kaya, Egypt was able to amass that much because of what Joseph did. The other thing that I liked with what Joseph did was, when the time came that the father and the brothers needed help, even if Joseph was in a position that he could revenge, take revenge against his brothers, Joseph did not. What he did was he gave pa to the brothers and the father. Are you getting the story? Joseph was a good steward. And what happened? God was always with Joseph. Now, I want to encourage you. Or challenge you, maybe. You are also, we are also a steward. How many among you believe that you have been given something? We are all given something. First and foremost, we are a steward of where we live. In Genesis 1.26, it says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so they may rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over the livestock, and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. First and foremost, you are not just a mere person who walks on earth and consumes everything that the earth gives you. You are a steward of this planet. 
every energy that you consume, tinatapon mong basura, pinuputol mong puno at hindi mo pinapalitan, every water that you dirty, you go up the mountain, you leave your trash, whatever it is, you are a steward of this earth. Are you being a good steward? A lot of us would say, take care of Mother Nature. Take Yes, that's the point. But actually, the main point is, do you understand that you are a steward of this planet where we live in? Baka we are forgetting. Everything that you do in this earth has to do with how good of a steward you are. People get surprised. You know, when people would throw trash, I would pick it up. In front of them, I would pick it up. I'd say, Kuya, yung basura mo, if they don't pick it up, ah, sige, ako na lang. Kahit may COVID pa. Because at least man lang, I can say I'm a good steward of this earth. You have to do your share also. You're Not only are you a steward of this earth, you are a steward of this nation. You are a steward of the city that you live in. You are a steward of the village that you reside in. The community, the barangay that you are living at. You know, Tomorrow, we exercise our right to suffrage. To be honest, that is an act of stewardship. You are entrusted with this country. I'm not gonna endorse any candidate. Do not expect us because Pastor Ed and I have resolved not to endorse anyone. But... We ask you to be a good steward. Your vote is an act of good stewardship. I pray that it is good stewardship. Because we are entrusted with that right. To speak for our nation. I pray that we would be good stewards of what was entrusted to us. We understand diversity in thoughts or in opinions. And we will always respect that. And we will never use the platform of the church to endorse a person. Why? Because this platform was entrusted to us by God to proclaim God, not a person. But we will always, always proclaim what the Word says. So we urge you to be a good steward 
for our country. Because God has entrusted us with this nation. Amen? You are also a steward of goodness. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, For you are God's handiwork, created in Jesus Christ, to do good works, which God prepared in, for, in advance for us to do. You have been given talents, abilities, knowledge, strength, I pray that you would be a good steward of what was given you. Make use of what was given you to help others. You are being a good steward if you are cultivating what was given to you. That's why encouragement is very good. Because sometimes you see something in a person and you just need to encourage that person to be a good steward of what was given them. Again, whatever you have is not yours. You are given and trusted that so you can practice stewardship. If you have a talent, harness it. If you can do good, do good. That's just being a good steward. Because God has done such a wonderful job in your life. You want to be a good steward? Share it with others. You are a steward of the word. In Ephesians 3, 8 to 13, it says, Although I am less than the least of all God's people, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery which for ages past was kept hidden in God who created all things. You know, guys, not everyone has the privilege of hearing the Word of God. I have seen, read, met people who would learn about the Bible so secretly. They would cross dangerous borders just so they can share the Word of God underground. While we can simply post it in Instagram. You, you get what I mean? We have such a privilege that we can receive the Word so easily. But to be a good steward is for us to share it. If someone needs the Word, just speak the Word to them. Speak encouragement. Speak the Word, the Bible. If someone is crying, you say, I am with you and God is with you. If someone is in fear, say, I am with you. I will not leave you. But God has not left you also. 
You speak the word. Be a good steward of the word. Why? Because we have been entrusted with the word of God and we have the privilege to actually learn it. Not all of us have that opportunity. And lastly, be good stewards of other people. You are a steward to your brother or your sister. In Galatians 2.20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, when you love another person, actually, when you accepted Jesus Christ, you die to yourself. Because it's not easy to love another person. Relate? It's not all the time that it's easy to love other people. Tama po ba? There are times that they're... Or so, with sound effects pa yan, It's not easy. But when you know that you have received Jesus Christ and actually you die to yourself, and when someone pisses you off, you just say, thank you, Lord, for patience. You know, I love you and I forgive you. It's hard. But that's being a good steward. Matthew 22, 36, 40, that's my last verse. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, but it didn't end there. And the second is like, Love your neighbor as yourself. As the law and the prophets hang on to these two commandments. How can we be a good steward of our brothers? When we know who we belong to. That he has called us precious. That he, has, he sees us with honor and we can honor ourselves. Therefore, when we love ourselves, it would be easy to love another one. When we honor ourselves, it's going to be easy to honor another person. And when we love another person, it is us being a good steward of what was entrusted to us. Amen? Did you get something today? Now, as we close, can I invite you to stand up and let's pray. Thank you, Father, for your word. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for the, this afternoon. I pray that all of us would be reminded or were reminded that we belong to you. First and foremost, I thank you, Lord God, that we know that we belong to you, Lord. You have purchased us with a price through your son, Jesus Christ. And as we believe in his work, in his finished work in the cross, 
the Holy Spirit resides in us. And I thank you, Father, that our identity should always be tied up by the one who has made us, the one who has purchased us, and the one who lives in us. Thank you, Father, that our identity is in you. Second of all, I thank you, Lord, that all of us would know and believe that we are precious. We are precious in your sight, and we see ourselves precious. Thank you, Lord God, that we would value ourselves and we would honor our bodies, our thoughts, and our hands because you have given us so much. And as we honor you, the giver of all great things, we would honor you with our hearts, our spirit, our soul, our mind. And we would be good stewards of what you have given us. Thank you, Lord God, that we would be good stewards of where we live. Tomorrow, as we cast our votes, I thank you, Lord God, that as we know you, we would be good stewards of our right to suffrage, our right to to vote. We would be good stewards of this nation. I thank you, Lord God, that as we vote, we proclaim your name. We proclaim your virtues. We proclaim what you have sent your son Jesus Christ for. We thank you for an 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 election that is full of integrity. We call for men and women who know you and would vote with integrity because they are good stewards of what you have entrusted to them. Thank you, Lord God, that we will be good stewards of your word. That whatever we speak forth is light to someone's feet. That we would be able to guide people to where you want them to go. That we would be good stewards of our brothers and our sisters. That we would lift them up. That we would prophesy in their lives nothing but good things. Nothing but health. Nothing but prosperity, nothing but blessing, nothing but hope, nothing but a good future. We would speak forth nothing but light into the lives of these men and women that you have entrusted us to know and have influence for. We pray that we would be good stewards of your word that as we carry your word we would have nothing to carry but goodness that we would see everyone with compassion with love with kindness whatever the outcome of tomorrow's election 
we would always identify ourselves with you, Father. Because you made us. Jesus, you paid for our lives. And the Holy Spirit, you reside in us. We love you, Father. And we honor you with our stewardship. You are worthy. You are worthy to be honored because you are good. And you love us so much, regardless. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's Home is Live podcast. Connect with us through Kumu, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. Welcome home.